Welcome to the Radical Honesty Podcast. My name is Dina Smith. I'm your host. And today I'd like to start with a brief message from our friends and today's sponsor, First. First is the non-toxic, cruelty-free, and vegan skincare brand that's super focused on bringing you real results at prices your bank account appreciates. And now, they're giving you 10% off for first-time users with promo code LEO on their website, firstskin.com. That's B-E-R-S-E-D-S-K-I-N.com. Backed by experts and driven by community, of which I am proud member of their skin team, their mission is simple. Make good skin and clean products for all. Their products are made with proven ingredients at skin-changing levels, without the fussy packaging or conventional markups. You only pay for what matters, the formula inside the bottle. My daily routine includes the delicious Baby Cheeks All-in-One Hydrating Milk with coconut water and bamboo extract, the amazingly shelf-stable and fun-to-use Boundalite Powder with vitamin C, Press Restart Gentle Retinol Serum, and the Fix Emergency Eye Mask with caffeine and cucumber juice. Honestly, I wish I had all of this in a smoothie right now. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Don't forget, before you stock up, first-time users will get 10% off on verse.skin.com with promo code LEO. That's V-E-R-S-E-D-S-K-I-N.com, promo code LEO. In addition to the incredible formulas, I'm also proud to work with them because they take waste seriously. In fact, they skip excess packaging like inserts and boxes for bigger items and use recyclable and biodegradable packaging wherever possible. If you're confused about what products your skin needs, they have a great skin decoder quiz on their site to help you build the right regimen from you. So don't wait. Get 10% off for first-time users when you shop at Verskin.com with promo code LEO. That's L-E-O at V-E-R-S-E-G. S-K-I-N dot com. Today, I am very excited to welcome a special guest into the studio with me. Some of you may know her from her incredibly aesthetic and amazing Instagram or YouTube or any of the other internets. You're on Twitch now, right? Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, you name it. I can't. That's all the ones I know. I can't list anymore. Kim Johansson, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me today in my humble studio. Thank you for having me. Well, you know, I'm obsessed with you, so it was an obvious choice, um, and we were hanging out anyways, so I was just like, come along, let's go. Um, as you know, because we've been talking about it all day, I have recently become obsessed with the topic of high school. Yes. Now... High school for me was not my glory days. That was definitely college, okay? Mm-hmm. We'll do a college episode later. But high school was, I think, very important in terms of how I am the person that I am now. And I have found myself thinking about it recently and reminiscing about what my skincare routine was when I was like 14 years old. Oh. You know, I was so spoiled, okay, because my mom was a beautician and my aunt was an esthetician and they gave me the best stuff that they like custom made masks for me and all of this magical things and I would just be so bad and I would go to Walgreens and buy the St. Ives apricot scrub oh do you use that stuff 
I used to. I really did. It was like the first like exfoliant that I tried. Did you use the starter kit? Did you use like the Stridex pads? The Bior ones. I used the Stridex. I used um, that one, uh, that mask, that black mask. Oh my God. Do you remember the Biore strips that you put on your nose that were like yeah. super hard and they pulled them up and they hurt so mm-hmm. badly and it just, it like ripped the skin the off along with the whiteheads and everything. Yep. Wow, it was so satisfying. I blame those for our national obsession with pimple popping. I mean, Dr. Mm -hmm. Pimple Pumper is on TLC. That's where it starts, right? Mm -hmm. You pull that strip off and you want to look at it. You want to see if it works. And then next thing you know, you're on the internet watching like pops, hard pops, soft pops. Some of them are just like, how does that even form on like a human body? I always look at them and think the same thing. Did that start when they were in high school? Was that... (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I guess when you get older, your pores have a harder time turning over and clearing out the gunk. But it's so ironic because I feel like the golden window for your skin is high school, but you don't know to appreciate it. Hmm. You know, I didn't have pimples in high school, though. Did you have acne in high school? I took really bad care of my skin. I know, me too. I mean, as like I would scrape it off and then I would wear just like a lot of stuff that wasn't intended for like wear. Like I was I I was this theater kid. Mm -hmm. So I did stage crew. And so I would wear like theatrical makeup, you know, which is like thick. thick. But, But at the time you couldn't get like crazy colors. I remember when Urban Decay launched the first blue nail polish it like they're the first one yeah before that it was just reds and pinks you know i mean maybe an orangey red but people weren't doing like black and blue oh do you remember vamp by chanel oh was that red it was a dark 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 purple actually like almost black but it wasn't black it had a little hint of purple in it and it was untraceably insanely hot and you couldn't it like sold out Mm -hmm. i think i knew someone who bought some off the internet on craigslist they like bought some from someone who bought them all recently no like when it was when it came out (laughs) like the year that it came out people were like selling it on the secondhand market People don't realize this, but people were insane about nails before Instagram, before mm. Pinterest. Of course. Some of the first blogs that I ever remember reading were nail blogs. Mm. I had a friend who's obsessed with them. The same friend who went and bought the Chanel Vamp off of someone she found on Craigslist. So can you get that nail polish now? No. They reissue it occasionally, but I wish they would bring it back. I feel like Clinique brought back, um, oh my God, what was it called? Black Cherry. Ooh. No, that's not what it's called. Ah, you know what I'm talking no. about? Wait, is it like a, it's a nail polish, right? No, it was a lip gloss. Okay. And it was this weird know. sheer purple. And it made it's a lot like the Glossier grape one that exists now. That's what mm-hmm. I would... Con- People are probably listening to this and screaming right now. Black honey. Clinique black honey. Black honey? Something like that. I don't know. I have a computer in front of me, but it's not hooked up to the internet. So anyways, I remember that coming out. That was the first makeup I ever spent money on at the Clinique counter at Stonestown Mall. Clinique was a big deal. Clinique was a big deal. And their perfumes, too. My friends who had bad skin are obsessed with Clinique because there was a time when that was the only option. Would it work? 
worked. And yeah, it worked. And so now they won't use anything. We're talking about 20, 30 years later Dang. with all of these. And they're like, nope, I use Clinique. I only use Clinique. It has never done me wrong. It fixed my mm-hmm. skin when I was in high school, and that's it. Like, And they have good skin, no? They do. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know? Mm-hmm. If you find what works for you, you stick with it Do you forever. remember Noxzema? Yes. Ugh. I kind of like Noxzema, though. It was like a very invigorating feeling on your face. Yeah. I So I'm low-key allergic to... Um, one of the ingredients in it. So all I remember is that I put it on one time and broke off in a horrible rash. Mm. You know, I can't do um, Vicks Vapor Rub either. Mm. Speaking of high school, oh my God. I was a bad kid in high school. I went to raves in mm. high school. We, we, I don't know how we pulled this off. Clearly it was too many hippie parents because they would drive us. We didn't have driver's license. So they would drive us to the record store where we bought the map point. And then from the map point, we would get the map, we would prove that we weren't cops, and then we would go to the location. Of and the your parents rate. would be taking you guys? And there? not my parents. Okay. I told my mom I was going dancing, but other kids' parents. And my mom knew I was going dancing. And we would go, and people would walk around with Vicks Vapor Rub, because like, when you're on drugs, you mm. know, it smells really good. Or I don't know. It makes me break out into rash. It was my worst nightmare. But that is where I learned to love for glitter. At the rave? Yeah, well, we used to make our own, too, because you couldn't get it. So we'd take, like, craft glitter and mix it in with, like, stage glue, and that's how we did it. Kids don't realize how easy they have things now. How you go to Wet n' Wild and get glitter, that wax. So many different shades, too. <sighs> Everything. Now, and you can get yellow, green, purple, blue yeah. nail polish. I think at the time there was this one Urban Decay color that was called like garbage and it was this pearlescent greenish yellow. It looked like a scarab beetle. It was so pretty and it, my mom wouldn't let me buy it because she didn't think that nail polish should be that color. Oh. <laughs> no. I mean, my mom's old-fashioned okay. a little bit in some ways. In some ways she's not, but like she would never wear black and brown together or black and navy or Mm. that's a no that's a hard no like she would rather die but um but yeah no I think what the other thing I used to do in high school I had the the streaks in the front of my hair bleached out like we use some of my mom's super expensive bleach like the one my mom is a hairdresser so like seven shades of lightning and just put a skunk streak like middle part Mm -hmm. like lob to the chin skunk streak and then I would dye it using Kool-Aid to match my outfits like if I was wearing a red shirt I'd do cherry Kool-Aid and have red streaks Mm -hmm. in the front of my hair if I was wearing a blue you know like whatever Wow, who has the time for that anymore? You know, kids are doing that to their hair now. They're, like, doing the blonde strips in the front. No way. Yeah, they're redoing it. I feel like everything has repeated. You remember those chokers, the, like, oh, yeah. that came back a few years Hell ago? No. I You would not, you cannot find a picture of me from high school where I'm not wearing one of those. And what I really loved about them was how they brought out my braces. I had braces in high school. <laughs> I, I, like, really bad teeth, and I had braces until I was, like, 16. And, um... It didn't take. I didn't wear my retainer. <laughs> but um, I'm bad. I'm a bad kid. I keep saying this and no one believes me. But there's 
this vivid memory I have of seeing this picture of myself and it's just choker and braces and there might as well be like train tracks they look so similar it was like that choker brought out my braces so but but my lips were so cute and puffy from the braces you know the braces pushed them out and made them really cute and puffy I loved my braces Gwen Stefani had braces at the same time I did too and she was like yeah the coolest bitch the coolest oh my god although uh, she's like to blame for at least half of my cultural appropriation. <laughs> I didn't think about it till like people brought it up recently, like that she's like the ultimate like cultural. Oh my gosh! I still remember when I I think about Gwen Stefani and I always think of her as no doubt, and she had that damn bindi yeah, right? on her forehead, and, I'm so and I and I wore them too, and I like had my hair in two pigtails, mm-hmm. and I wore a tube top, and I had wide leg Jinko jeans, and I was that girl yeah you know i was turned out it was turned out okay i'm gonna ask the question no wait one more thing do you remember the the popcorn shirts yes and then you put them on yes oh my god i saw some of those when we were in japan with grace and i was like yep they're back it's definitely coming back that's now 1999 Mm -hmm. you know and like a popcorn shirt with like wide leg jeans and Platform disco shoes. buns and some crazy cat eye. That is 1997 Dina in a nutshell. I love those. Well, we watched those movies last n- yesterday, two nights ago, um, yeah. which I consider my essential like, style guides. And they are both from when I was in middle school and high school. So mm-hmm. I, they came out when I was in middle school, but I didn't see them until I was at high school. I rented them from Blockbuster. And one was Stealing Beauty, which is pretty much reformation in a nutshell (laughs) and the second one was hackers and i feel like that style is so like gwen stefani and no doubt Mm. is very angelina jolie and hackers love Uh, those girls love a love a punk rock girl love a raver chick love a little baddie love them all you know all of them okay here's the question first kiss First kiss. Um, I can't remember his name. Okay. But it was like. Sorry, dude. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so sorry. (laughs) But it was in the seventh grade. And it was like one of those kissing games. They were just like, oh. uh, Okay, but first real kiss. Real kiss? I think my first real kiss was with my first boyfriend in like 12th grade. Okay, so not until you were a senior. Senior in high school because my parents were super strict like with dating and like all that shit. So. I didn't see a lot of that, but somehow I managed to date this guy. Yeah, but a piece of shit. If you had to worry about, if you ha- were wor- dealing with boys, then you wouldn't have had all that time to make your bomb YouTube channel. True. So, and in a way, they did you a favor. They really did. I'm like so not mad at like being sheltered, but the kiss was. I mean, I can't even remember honestly. I just know it was him because he was the only one I was like. He just liked him. I mean, I think that that's the problem is that you can't keep teenagers locked up forever or they'll Mm -hmm. Romeo and Juliet on you because you just like him. And when you like someone and you're a teenager, you want to put your lips on their lips. You know, I never wanted to, like, do anything more, Hmm? which was really weird because it's like you would think that, you know, you have a taste of it, like kissing, and then it's just like, oh, now you want to do this. It's just like I didn't think like that. I was like, I'm cool with, like, kissing. I love kissing. I I had a bad reputation in high school because I was a little bit – of a okay I'll kiss whoever like I just loved kissing and I didn't think it was a big deal and um 
some girls who got jealous about who I was kissing, you know, and spread a rumors that I was doing more than kissing. And my mom would say that. I would I would cry to her and I'd say, why do these people make up these mean things about me? And she would say, it's because they're jealous. I said, why could they possibly be jealous of me? And she'd just look at me. Mm-hmm. She'd just look at me with this look in her eyes that was like, you know what you look like. Like, don't, don't. It's not cute to be humble (laughs) when you're beautiful. It just sounds like you're fishing for compliments. Mm -hmm. It is cute to be humble, but, you know, not self-deprecating. A little bit self-deprecating. It's a fine art, okay? You guys, there's no definitive way to do it. But I was definitely someone who can say with only the wisdom that one gets in one's 30s that there were definitely some people who made stuff up about me because they were jealous. Mm -hmm. But I didn't think of myself as, like, being a little haughty. You know, I all I thought about was, oh, there's something wrong with me. I wish that my belly was smaller so I could wear belly shirts. Or, like, I wish I didn't have freckles. I wish I had perfect skin. Yeah, you and, you like, never think about, like, why someone would be jealous of you or something. Because you don't look at yourself that way. Never. And ever. I never think about myself in terms of, like, being in competition with anyone else, which is something I talk about a lot with my close female friends because I want to know why that is. I want to know why some girls are so competitive with other girls and some girls are not. I am obsessed with this topic. So to give you an example from high school, there was a girl who I considered my friend and I did not know that she had a crush on this boy who was a year above us and I was at a party and that boy backed me up against a wall and kissed me and I let him because he was this cute tall blonde boy and he was popular and whatever who cares it's just kissing it's not a big deal and she saw and she assumed that I knew that she had a crush on him because like everyone knew you know Mm. like how there was no Instagram back then were we all passing notes about this well no one passed me the dang note I didn't know I missed the memo and so she told everyone that he only kissed me because I put out, <laughs> which wasn't even true. I didn't lose my virginity until I was somewhere between my senior year and freshman year of college. Okay. Did you lose your virginity in high school? No, no. There was no <gasps> way for me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> have anywhere to go i think about that sometimes that it's because i was a city kid like there was no privacy like you went to a house party and there were six kids in every room there was nowhere to go to have sex that wasn't like a real thing people were doing but i felt like everyone was because of tv it's just that yeah like they just hyper sexualize like the high school experience like yeah you're gonna definitely like have sex in high school yeah but those people who are having sex in high school on TV are literally adults in their 20s. Right. Like, if you like see what the average 14-year-old looks like, they look like a kid. Mm-hmm. And you know you don't know how to do it. <laughs> so it's like, why are you trying? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm very sex positive. I think sex is great. I definitely do not have any regrets about waiting until after oh, high no. school to have sex because just kissing boys was so much there was always hurt feelings and like he thought that us kissing meant that he was my boyfriend but then like I thought that me kissing some other guy made him my boyfriend and he told me no never assume that kissing someone means that they're your boyfriend so I just carried that like bullshit around with me for years and years and years but I don't know I think that my if I look at my the guys that I liked in high school, my favorite thing about them was that they like reaffirmed my low self esteem. <laughs> you know? Because they wanted to kiss you? No, because they would be like, 
they would kiss me and then they would not want to be my boyfriend. They would not want to date me. It, they would just want to get drunk at parties and kiss me. And so it made it reaffirmed my low self-esteem mm-hmm. that said that like no one's going to love me. I'm not worthy of love. I just need to be like cute and fun and yeah. a little bit sexy, but not too sexy because if you're too sexy, then you're slutty and slutty is bad. And I managed to like successfully walk that line you know that it's like um what's that like a line from that rap song a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets mm. so you have to be sexy but not too sexy yeah I you like know that. i like living by that but i didn't know that in high school i thought it was like one or the other i thought i didn't think that you could be two things at once i didn't think there was a duality it was like either you were the sporty girl and you were the jockey girl or you were the um smart girl mm. And Some <laughs> girls knew how to do that shit, though, in high school. <laughs> I was like, wow, you really got it all, huh? <laughs> I doubt that that's true. There right. was probably some stuff going on behind the scenes that nobody knew exactly. anything about. I think high school is terrible to prepare you to appreciate <sighs> real adult life. And then college comes along, and college is amazing, and then that really messes you up because real life is somewhere in between high school and college, you know? I never got the college experience. Really? I, okay, I went to classes for like a year and a half. But you didn't live on campus I didn't live dorm. on campus. I lived at home. I would commute. And it was like a community school, so it's not like it was like this big like school. So Huh, interesting. I went to very medium-sized, medium-well-known private college with a bunch of really cool features in it, which I'm happy to talk about. Tulane, if you need me to do recruit, like they had this incredible service learning program that I was obsessed with. And like, um, they offered all of the subjects what I was interested, which included environmental sociology, women's studies, um, history, and social work. And also they had like a five plus one program or four plus one where you did five years and you got a master's which I didn't end up doing and still regret because I feel like I should have and people would take me seriously because I have a stinking master's I was very good at school but Tulane had about 8,000 undergrad 14,000 with the law school and the um the the other grad schools but it was very um evenly split between like 30 percent people from the south so like people from atlanta and those kinds of places and then 30 percent of people from upper like tri-state area new york new jersey connecticut and then the other 30 percent was from all over the country it's kind of a mix so there's only five of us from california when i was there at the time but the year that i went there it was not the year they filmed it, but it was the year that they aired the MTV Real World episode in New Orleans. Oh, with the guy who had the blow dryer. Yeah, on yeah, him. yeah. I loved that. Yeah, segment. so it was funny because that year, that was the year that I applied. It came out, and their ap- their average GPA and their average SAT scores went up. It became much more mm. like competitive. Okay. Though. And if I'm being totally honest, I was definitely part of the... I mean, that was how I heard of it. Yeah. I saw this beautiful school and I was like, New Orleans looks awesome. The drinking age is 18. Is it really? <laughs> yes. How the hell did I know In fact, that? you could drink in the dorms my freshman year. We were the last year that you were able to do it. The rule was you couldn't drink with more than six people in the room. So if there were what? six people in the room, you could drink. Okay. But if there are more than six, then you could get it. So basically, it was like you could drink, you could pregame, but no big parties. 
But you could get into bars when you were 18. You just got a wristband if you were 21. Mm. And you know you can, like, finesse your way around that. Oh, yeah. I definitely found a fake ID in on the seat of a cab my, my freshman year that looked so much like me. The only difference was I'm 5'10", and this girl's 5'6", but I just never wore heels. Okay. And so I made them think that I, if they looked at me funny, I'd be like, I'm wearing heels. Because, you know, back then we wore, like, flare jeans all the way down to the ground, and all you saw was the tip of the toe pointing out. Yeah. Also, I was the happiest girl in town. Okay. <laughs> Did I tell you I wore sneakers to prom? Have we talked really? about this yet? Yeah, I got I was a I was a sneakerhead okay. in high school. That's when it started. My friend um, took me to this like little sneaker store in the Fillmore district, with on like the other side of Geary, so not the yuppie side, but like the kind of mm. more. I don't even know what to call it. Socioeconomically disadvantaged and ethnically non-white neighborhood. Okay. And there was this insane sneaker store. I remember the first time I walked in, it was just shelves with all of these different colored sneakers. And I thought, I need them to match the blonde strip in the front of my hair and, like, my puffer and my hair scrunchie and, like, the six other things. This is still my style now. But, like, this is where it formulated. I feel like sneakerhead culture taught me the appreciation of a fully monochrome look. That's, yeah. like, everything ties together. And um, I remember that I became friends with the guys because I was always going in there and just, like, staring at the shoes and asking questions and, like, learning as much as I could because I'm such a nerd, even about sneakers. <laughs> and so they said, hey, like, I was looking for shoes that I wanted to wear to prom and I couldn't find what I wanted. And they said, well, do you know what you want? And I was like, yeah, I want, like, a low top, like the Puma, but I want it to be black and I want it to have a gold stripe. And so they, like, low-key custom did it for me they like you know did like how people customize yeah. shoes now and so that I was able to get my dream prom shoe which was a low top puma black leather all black black soles with a gold swoop I'm sad to say I lost them to Hurricane Katrina they were like oh, so you were there for that I, I had just left but not all of my stuff was out yet I'd had some shoes and stuff at, at my friend's place and her place flooded and so I lost them and this other pair of heels that I had since high school that I loved mm. but yeah no I graduated in from Tulane in 2005 sweet if, if, if I was the kind of person who used side effects right now I'd have a side effects that said old 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 like that but I don't. So, um, oh. well, I think that high school for me was really great because high school was when I truly realized that I was like a little hottie and that I was smart and I was interesting and I was cool and that I wasn't like other girls mm -hmm. because I was like better than them in some ways More as worldly. opposed to worth. My mom would call it sophistication. Yeah. Um, but also the things that I like used to hide about myself are my favorite things. Like I used to hide how weird and adventurous I am and like spontaneous and, and mm -hmm. just kind of bouncy and always wanting to like do things and be the cruise director. And I, I, in college, people really appreciated that about me because no one else wanted to be in charge and they were just so happy to like show up and have me be like, hey guys, like we're doing an art project <laughs> or whatever that. on the grass in front while we, sorry mom, chain smoke, <laughs> chain smoke weed and do an art project on the grass in front of the dorm. Um, but you know, it's just, it's like, I don't know when I just realized that I was like 
a pretty cute girl. But it was like once I realized it, I stopped thinking about it so much. And that's when my life got good, if that makes any sense. Because when you stress about it all the time, life is really boring. There are a few things less interesting than talking about like what you don't eat. (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, talk to me about your skincare routine all day long. I will never get bored. But talk to me about, you know, Mm. your ways in which you're depriving yourself in order to fit a narrow beauty construct. And mm-hmm. I'm snoozing. It's a snooze fest. Did you ever go to like formals? Did you go to prom? I did go to prom and went to homecoming. Um, Do you remember getting ready for those? Do you remember what you did? I did my own makeup. I did my own hair. You know, like people who have like yeah. squads, like yeah, just could like never afford it. So I just did it myself and. I would curl my hair. I had these clip-in extensions. I put them in. I did this, like, nice pink and glittery eye look. I remember I would sit in my room at the window by, like, um, uh, facing, like, the driveway, and I would just do my makeup in a compact mirror. So it was just very, like, basic. Sure. That's so cute. I have this, like, image of baby Kim just, like, sitting with her compact doing her makeup. With, like, the thickest, like, matte mousse foundation (laughs) by Maybelline. I remember that stuff. So It was so, but it was mousse. So it was Mm -hmm. better than liquid foundation, which at the time was chalky. Yeah. I remember it was just so chalky. Feel it. It felt like you had nail polish on your skin or something. Like, the nastiest part, though? (laughs) I didn't, like, learn how to wash my face until, like, after high school. So I would never – I would wake up in the morning and not wash my face. Like, I would just, like, shower, go to bed, wake up the next day. Because it was too cold in the morning to wash my face, I just wouldn't wash it. (laughs) And then I would just do my makeup on top of, like, sleep face. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah, right. It's disgusting. Yeah. I mean, I think that these days that would be considered, like, a deadly offense. Like, that that would be punishable by execution. I definitely did not wash my face in college in the morning. (laughs) But I was always very good about taking off my eye makeup before bed because... I always had like a thousand of, do you remember when anytime you would buy something from like the cosmetics section at like Macy's, they would give you those L'Oreal gift bags and they always had the eye makeup removers and I just loved that one. I loved how it smelled. I looked like kind of oily and you had to shake it. So I would always take my eye makeup off before bed because someone told me that it made your eyelashes fall out. I'm like, God Leaving in your your mascara? Leaving on your eye makeup. Now I leave it on because I'm lazy and I like how it looks all smudged and I've learned it's not actually true. But then I was militant about it. But I wouldn't wash my face at all. Mm -mm. No. I don't know why. And if I did wash my face, it was with antibacterial soap. No. Dial. dial. I use that too. And I love, oh my God. I swear though it cured my body acne. It worked on my face. Like I don't know what it was. How is it not dry though? I think about putting on that on my face right now when my face goes like this. Like Right. Like, it's, it's like so dry. Yes. Oh, let me not curse. Crinkly face. Like I don't mind cursing, but be, be careful. Um, there are children. I don't know. Who would let their Who child listen though? to this? Who knows? It's quarantine times. Shit. Now I'm going to have to add this all out because I promise no mention of it. Um, no, you know what? People are going to be like, what the F? Why aren't you guys mentioned? We decided that we were just going to give you a whole hour of no mention of this. Um then we're just going to keep going and pretend that never happened. So crinkly face, crinkly face. But you have to admit that no 
smoky eye will ever look as good as when you fall asleep with a full face of makeup and you wake up the oh, next day. The oiliness from the eyelid. Oh, and it just like smudges and it settles under your eyes in like the most flattering way that make your under eye bags just look like it's in like a look. But the, uh, but the like foundation the day after is just so like blotchy. Uh, you know, I with with the freckles, I always had a hard time with foundation. Oh, yeah. So I got really into fake tanner, and this was the early days of fake tanner. It, the formulas were so these were like the formulas that smelled bad. These were the formulas orange. that made you orange. I have so many pictures of myself from college. I'll see if I can see. find them where I am orange your girl is orange and then she has no freckles because she's wearing foundation on top i look like the girls from love island uk you know the one like after they do the full face where it's like why is that not the right color for them but it's because their faces are paler than their bodies because like no matter how often you put self-tanner on your face it doesn't stay as long as it does on your body because you're just exfoliating your face yeah. well hopefully oh i was using saint ives scrub over my face um so i would be like my face was pale and my body was really dark and then i would put the fake tanner on and then i would put the um the foundation and then i would put the blush but yeah, I, I, I would use Stridex wipes when I got home to just scrape them and the rest of my skin. God, it's amazing that I have skin any skin left on my face I when I hear this. What you did to it. It's just like, what wow. was I thinking? Thank you, Face, for being so sweet to me when I was such a dickhead to you. Like, oh, see, look, I'm cursing too. Um, Okay. Do you remember, like, Maybelline mascara and how it was Big, the uh, goat the green and pink one yes. I started using that again recently and people were like where did this come from the pure nostalgia the clear one was great For I eyebrows. used to use it on my eyebrows because there was no such thing as an eyebrow oh. sealer and low key that one's like better than the like Anastasia Beverly Hills like eyebrow gel oh, whatever I love that I love that no I think that there really is a lot of um, bad things from the 90s in terms of makeup, but that Maybelline mascara still really holds up. I don't think mm -hmm. anyone has iterated on anything that's now dramatically different for that, and that was such a revolutionary change. Mm. Do you remember Peel Off Nail Polish? I never really – I had never had nails. I bit my nails, so it's oh. like I wasn't like – but now you have beautiful nails. Long acrylics. Gorgeous. Oh, They're yours. Nice. You paid for them. They're mine. Mm -hmm. Just like this boob job mm -hmm. will be mine. <laughs> and this butt job. You know what? My boobs, one of them is also bought and paid for by my health insurance. Right. Oh, but she's perky. She's like all the way up to my chin. Kind of like good. I was they when I was 14. Like the same to Thank me. you. Well, yeah, since yeah, you showed me. I was a late bloomer, so I didn't get my period until I was 14, which means I didn't get boobs until I was like 14 and a mm -hmm. half. All of a sudden, my life changed because I went from a total tomboy who boys never noticed to a total tomboy who boys noticed a lot. They grew so fast really like so fast okay. it was like one second i had none and then all of a sudden i had it was like no and they're smaller now i went mm -hmm. down a cup size um but you know my name is dina so it was always like double d dina and yeah i don't i mean i was so chubby i couldn't tell when i was getting boobs no i can <laughs> imagine just like all your i lost a lot of puppy fat in my face in college though i definitely 
looked like a little chapster in like the cutest way. I look at myself though and I think, why were you so hard on yourself? You're gorgeous. Cute. So cute. But I am, my face is skinnier now. I kind of miss it. I think that fat is what makes your skin look super smooth. I think so. I think fat is like, and when you're young and you take it for granted, what do they say? Youth is wasted on the young. Yeah, because they don't even know. They no. Don't even know. Also, do you remember when you weren't like accountable for your decisions? Yeah. Oh, that was so great. Now all I do all day long is make decisions. It's just like, give me a break. I'm just like, mommy, daddy, fix things for, me. for me. Yeah, I don't want to do this by myself anymore. It's too hard. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think that. I ate probably 75 pounds of Lip Smackers lip balm in (laughs) in between, you know, high school and college when I started reading about how you eat lip balm and I noticed how many chemicals are on the labels of those. But I, it's just always my lips look like I had just eaten a popsicle or like I had just made out with like a frosty glittered, Mm. like person wearing frosty glittered lipstick i don't know i ran out of (laughs) (laughs) analogies yeah thank you i'm trying i I think that's it i think that we really covered most of high school and and college there pretty much yeah i don't have a lot for the college but i had a lot for high school yeah well you know what college is overrated i'm still paying off my loans Yeah. Sorry. I want to go, but yeah, I hear you. Tulane. (laughs) Again, apologies. (laughs) No, let's go get our executive MBAs together. Okay. I'll just skip the whole. Yeah, Beyonce has an executive MBA from Harvard. It's like a two week program. We should totally do that together. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, well, then, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you were serious. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm dead serious. No, I. You should know that I'm only kidding 75% of the time, and it's really hard to tell when. <laughs> but the best jokes are the ones you have to explain, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. okay. Just a reminder 10% off your first visit to verseskin.com, V E R S E D S K I N.com. Thank you to our sponsors, and a big thank you to Kim for coming and joining yes. me in the studio. Fun. This was so fun. I think we're going to get another episode in the can. So if you want more of Kim, or you want more skin, or you want more just like spilling the tea about back in the day, or whatever we decide to talk about next, um, check out the podcast. It's available. And thank you for following because it helps me to keep the lights on and the recording rolling. Yes.